All right, welcome back inside our proactive newsroom. And joining me now is Jim Durward, the CEO of MedEx Tracker. And Jim, it's nice to have you back. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, let's start off with you telling us a little bit more information about yourself and also about MedEx Tractor. Uh, I've been developing advanced technical solutions for over 25 years. Uh, I've got a couple of patents under my belt. One of my projects involved large-scale data conversion, image analysis, and pattern recognition. Very complicated stuff, and all the programs had to be written from scratch. At one point, we had uh, 20 computers running full-time for almost two years, just to convert images into a format that computers could read. I wrote the specifications and I drove that project from concept to commercialization. And I've done more than one of those type of projects. And this will become relevant as we go along in this interview. Uh, MedExtractor, the company started life as a manufacturer of uh, small scale CO2 based essential oil extractors. We sell them worldwide and we're the market leader in that horizontal. I started watching the psychedelic space a couple of years ago. Um, it's focused on mental illness applications, and what really got my interest were some shocking misdiagnosis statistics I came across. And, and Jim, is this where shaman came from? I, essentially, yes. Uh, I've seen misdiagnosis rates of uh, over 60% for depressive disorders, and I've seen them over 90% for bipolar disorders. Uh, those are shocking numbers. Uh, when I looked around the psychedelic space, it was all about, could this drug replace that drug? I, and I couldn't find anybody addressing this misdiagnosis problem. So Jim, how could the effect of a drug be known on an illness if the illness was misdiagnosed? Precisely. First, you have to figure out what causes the misdiagnosis. You know, a diagnosis rests on the size and relevance of the available data and the ability to correlate new data with existing data. If you're trying to diagnose something in a limited amount of time and don't have sufficient data and are constantly interrupted, your diagnosis will probably be suboptimal. And that's the human condition. That's what happens when we are generating opinions and opinions in the medical world are called diagnosis. Lack of data, lack of time, and interruptions are the three fundamental causes of misdiagnosis. So I decided to build a high quality reference database and combine it with uninterrupted machine learning to create a diagnostic platform. I don't look at this whole problem as a medical problem. It's a data and data correlation problem. Hmm. So Jim, it seems that this is how your past experience really fits in here. Yes, I, I've been here before. Shaman is an application that sits on top of the platform and, and is designed to provide probabilities of mental illnesses and predict probable drug effects to those illnesses. MedExtractor owns both of them. So maybe you can sort of expand on this a little bit for us. Uh, there are numerous mental illnesses and each one of them have, has its own brainwave pattern. Uh, drugs can cause changes in the brain, and brain waves are a way of measuring the effect of a drug on the brain. In some cases, drugs can bring abnormal patterns back into the normal range, but unfortunately, drugs can have serious side effects. Addictions and even new illnesses can result, and when you have a big misdiagnosis problem on top of that, you end up with a very, very big problem. Now, Jim, uh, I want to talk to you a bit about the reference database because I want you to tell me sort of what it is, where you get it, and, and what exactly it's used for. Well, the reference database is the foundation of everything. Uh, it's, it's what is used to train the machine learning and provide context to the machines when they're trying to decide things and, and, uh, and, and predict probabilities. It's made up of proprietary data records. These records are collected under strict conditions to maximize their cleanliness, relevance, and coherence. Uh, and to maximize the quality and privacy, we collect these records at our own facility. 
Hmm. That sounds like a lot of personal data from people. How do you deal with all the privacy issues? That's a very good question. Uh, a lot of companies, uh, they, they like to gather up personal information on people. We, on the other hand, don't want that at all. Once we have a record uh, inserted into the reference database, we strip all the contact information. This makes the record totally anonymous going forward. Shaman doesn't care who you are, only why you are. Hmm. So the company recently acquired a provisional U.S. patent for Shaman's foundational processes. How significant is this for the company and, and what's the next steps on that? Well, it's always wise to crystallize intellectual property when proprietary processes are involved. Uh, I wrote and filed the provisional patent and I signed it over to the company for a dollar. And now our patent attorneys are preparing to file the full application. Uh, patent protection is always valuable. And as far as the reference database is concerned, it's not really a patentable item, but it is 100% owned by MedExtractor. We don't pay royalties to anybody on that. Okay. Uh, what's the company's overall business model, Jim, and how does it generate cash flow? Well, we have ongoing cash flow from our extractor operations. It's pretty stable. Uh, and that provides a base for our operation. Uh, for Shaman, we expect licensing fees from researchers and practitioners. Uh, the underlying platform can also generate application developer fees. And speaking of applications, uh, you've probably heard of those DNA testing kits like 23andMe and Ancestry DNA. Uh, they use your DNA, which is essentially your genetic record, to tell you about your past. Fitbit, Apple EKG, and these heart rate monitors all provide information about the present. And while it's interesting to know the past and it's important to know the present, what I'd really like to know is the future, particularly as it relates to my health. And the promise of machine learning is the ability to generate high probability health predictions. But even machines can't do it without a reference database. They need context and they need training. And we are adding records daily to our reference database. Health is a very big market and we think our reference database has significant value in that regard. It's, it's, it's really exciting stuff, actually. Yeah. So how big is the market for this? Uh, DNA tests, Fitbits, Apple Watches are all part of the mobile health revolution. It's referred to as mHealth. Uh, there's a huge appetite for this. It's already around 50 billion. It's a billion. And it's expected to grow to almost 170 billion over the next seven years as more and more people become proactive in their health. Yeah. Jim, what else can you tell us about the company and sort of the market size? Well, to give you an idea as to M Health Company valuations, 23andMe has entered a financing deal that values it at $3.5 billion. Google bought Fitbit for $2.1 billion. These prices are based largely on the data these companies have, not on the revenues. Considering MXT's market cap is less than $8 million, it has over $2 million in cash and no debt, ongoing cash flow, and its reference database is growing every day, I believe MXT represents a very good investment opportunity. I hope you agree. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's for sure. Jim, thank you so much. Great to catch up with you. Wonderful. I uh, hope to see you again. All right. There's Jim Durward, the CEO of MedX Tracker.